Hi, my name's Clark Reynolds, aka The Blind Braille Artist. And my name's Steve Baker, and I'm Just Good Company. Together, we create the podcast Art Insight. We're travelling along the South Coast for an Arts Council funded project to explore what audio description is. As an artist myself who's blind, I like to experience the art like it was intended. So, Steve, creates that for me. Gone into William Wallace's um, sketchbook and wallpaper. Yeah, and this is a this this piece here is sort of eclectic doodles with kind of shape and colour. I mean, yeah, I mean definitely. I mean when we're creating with the community. What does this remind you of as well? The very first uh, uh, exhibition we did. Yeah, at, at Hastings. Hastings, the project artworks, the great big banners hanging, and so this is this is a really uh, it's a really colourful massive piece so it's got two they've been joined in the middle two huge probably like matching wallpaper if you bought a wallpaper design with an intricate pattern you you have to match it up yeah it feels like it it's feels been like matched that. up in the middle and the whole thing is these sort of shapes which remind me of flowery paisley shapes that's why i said that william wallace look the, the arts and crafts movement yeah and so it's all over and the whole color is the background is this sort of light green, quite it, a nice sage. What's the material used? Is it pastels? Or is it really rushed paint? I think it's paint. I, mean, I can't get round. There's a little barrier. Is this video part of it? No. So, uh, yeah, it's a, it looks like it's a huge and it's just, piece it, of heavyweight paper. Like wallpaper, paper. You know the, the plain paper you get for lining? Yeah. Lining wallpaper? Is yeah. It, is it done on that? It's heavyweight paper of some sort, might well be lining paper. It's about that sort of size unrolled. And it and it's it's well, it doesn't again, these, seem very thick. Well we'll find out exactly in a minute, but it's um it's a really huge and it's actually really bright, colourful. The foreground is these bright red shapes on a green background. And they're it's all eclectic and actually you could see it being used as a wall mural covering in, in a really large building. So scan down and then turn into physical wallpaper. Yeah. It reminds me of, for some reason, I'm going to say peacock feathers. Okay. So the... I, I was seeing, uh, the red ones, I was seeing oak, oak leaves in the red. Yeah, the shape of oak leaves, maybe, but then there's these other little motifs of these green leaves and then sort of a blue sort of eyelet, like a peacock feather. And, well, naturalistic, uh, you know, the William Morris, the arts craftsmen, that's what they used a lot of, didn't they? They used a lot of nature to inspire their work. Yeah. I think we should, maybe we should look at the, the one that's over there because they could be linked. We should. Should we read the little description first? So this one is uh, Edward Liddell, wallpaper study, oil paint on lining paper. Edward Liddell's practices concerned with the reinterpretation of motifs and patterns from a range of styles and eras. Sources include architectural and domestic objects such as tiles, wallpaper, scrapes, and fabric remnants. Other films or television programs first documented as screenshots. So yeah. So how easy it is to, you don't have to have loads of money. Uh, you literally get a, a, a roll of paper and go for it. Yeah, if you think about the cost of wallpaper now, yeah. you could just be doing your own thing. That's like, great. Uh, absolutely. That's presents. It has um, like it's, like we look at a place scaled down. No, not at all. In fact, it would be quite lovely yeah. as we walk across the middle of the room. 
Is it the same artist before we, we go? It looks like the same it artist. Is the, it's the same artist, so it's a, but a, so similar in style, but it's, the colours have all completely changed. And this one's all yellow, so I'll be interested to hear the details you can see. I know you, can, you do pick up a fair well, I'm amount. I'm starting to lose yellow now. Um, I've lost, the last couple of weeks, I'm starting to see the yellow is yellow, if that makes sense. Right. Um, and something about this piece, it reminds me very, like we're in a, a Sahara desert. It feels like I'm immersed in some kind of desert. Well, it's got, it's all, so this piece is different hues of yellows and oranges. Very similar motifs, they sort of, very free floor. Do you know, so um, you know Quentin Blake's sort of free hand style when he's doing his illustration and all, all that. I, mean, I love that, that stuff. It reminds me of that. I could almost see there's a character or two in here with that free sort of brushing. But remember, we're looking at- Very quick. This, this is three huge panels of wallpaper lining and uh, there obviously nothing is repeated. Be interesting to see like in the studio how this was done. It was, did you hang up all the three pieces and then be on like a, almost like a cherry picker kind of style, kind of with the big brushes and you know, how long was his brush? Yeah. You know, how far away, you, it would, uh, this doesn't feel like it's, it's a close up painting, if that makes sense. No, it, it looks like, like it's been painted from a distance. At some speed. Yeah. Because the background is, you know, not completely. You can see a lot of the white paper through the, uh, the paints that have been used. But it's so bright, isn't it? It really brightens the space. It's interesting how they've uh, done it juxtaposition. They could, you know, the idea is to let each piece breathe, right? even though they're the same artist and they're in the same room, but because they're opposite ends of each other, it's allowed each artwork to sing. Yeah. If you put them together, I don't think you would get the same impact. No, I think you're right. They, they sort of add to both ends of this large space. Oh, do you know, now I know what it reminds of. Cutting into a lemon. Right, so it's like those sort of the little monarchy, if you, if you, if you, the cells uh, the, of Yeah, a, the cells of the, the, the lemon segments. If, you, if this was put under a microscope, it, could it be a segment of a lemon? That's a, an interesting thought, yeah. It could be. It's, it's so yellow, isn't it? It's sort of making you think lemons. What is it about lemons or even the... Although I can feel the bitterness in the back of my throat now, just thinking about, thinking about the word lemon. And that's what kind of the power of this art is doing. It makes this, I've got, I've got it all the back of my thing, like I'm, I'm actually sucking a lemon. Like, yeah, I'm not. I'm just looking at a piece of artwork. Yeah, it's, a, it's a, that's really weird. That's subconsciously thinking about a lemon. Connection. Oh, there you go. Powerful wow. lemon connection. So we walk into the. Yeah, let's walk into this room, and we can always come back. Yeah, we'll, we'll walk through here, and then we'll take a walk back. Again, I think it's one of the best lighting in a gallery that I've come across. It doesn't feel harsh on my eyes. What about yourself? No, no, not at all. Very soft lighting. Everything, normally as well, sometimes you get quite a lot of spotlighting, some of it around, but in here, most of it's just sort of the whole ceiling is sort of lighting the room in one, in one shade. It lets the art sort of come through. You know, when we were, we were talking about, just even today, like the color and the amount of color in the world, and we have seen a few galleries that are now kind of going with full color walls. This isn't quite like that. It's very sort of, the gallery is setting a backdrop. And it's great, you know, we're in another special room, but I know there's some audio and it's great that the audio is on and it's, and it's not, it's almost, you're hearing this audio of whatever, it's very, almost like operatic. But, and we're discussing the, the different artwork but not connected to the operatic. But yeah, it's so that- It's part of this space. You yeah. can't get away from that. 
There you go. Can you? And then we're going to be talking about some really unusual artwork. Um, so we can't, yeah, we're walking straight into this. I've never ever experienced an art piece on the floor of this magnitude. Yeah, it's a huge, a huge piece on the floor. So it's sort of um, about four or five meters wide and, and probably four. So it's a, once again, a rectangular, and this is all over the floor. Sort of. Is it canvas or is it wood? I'm not sure. Uh, it's probably, actually, I think it's wood. You can see where they've joined it. Actually, so we should know. How many joints are there? One, two, three. So it's four. It looks like it's four, about four of the pieces that you use. So what's that going to be? Four meters, 80 wide and right. two. It's really strange. All the concepts I'm seeing on here, it, it feels like giant slugs, like a slug trail. Each uh, of I showed, I'm sure there's something more in depth in the artwork itself. So there's three large, I'm going to call them oval-esque shapes, but they're not ovals. Imagine they're like molecules, like, um, and the, there's three from left to right. And they're, from, from a color perspective, they're quite grays and sort of, and then there's a few reds and light blues, like cyans. And describing them, the first one on the left. Yep. You said is, about molecules, there seems to be lots of, added detail. Yeah, so the details, so the, the very, the outside of the overall shape is this very jaggedy little edge, so little spiky edge all the way around the outside. So it could be- God, Painted, hand painted. I think it's actually stuck on. I think that oh, these oh. top pieces are actually- So is it material? Um, I can't touch it, but it looks like, I don't know, uh, some card or has been created in these shapes and then the background to that is this gray, gray silver. And there's lots of arrows that are pointing all the way to the left, just straight, a little line, a little arrow. And those arrows are quite small. They're only a couple of inches long and they're all pointing to the left. So some are orange, some are blue, some are gray. And that goes all the way across the whole background. And then as you look at the bottom, there's um, illustrated pair of hands that look like they've had their skin removed. It looks uh, like, so you can kind of see the sinews of the muscle and they're sort of overlapping each other. So whether that's hands or gloves, I don't, I don't really know. The other thing on the background is lots of blue little dots, like tiny blue dots, the size of those sticky dots you get, you know, so they're only sort of half a centimeter in, uh, in size and, and they're sort of congregated quite a lot of those around the hands. It bleeds, for me, this piece is so hard, even for someone like, you can't see, but the idea of seeing this from a bird's eye view, like a platform, a platform up, and then you see it from, from height looking down, compared to seeing it, how we're seeing it through, through this plane. Yeah, and then in the middle, there's a, a rectangle, and each of these pieces has references to body parts. The middle part is blues, uh, a lot of sort of a royal blue and then a paler blue, which is outlined. And it looks like intestines sort of going up, sort of hanging down, and then lungs. And then there's a, a is it a coif? Yeah, a coif, thing you wear around your neck. Oh, what, the, the old fashioned Sir Walter Raleigh? Yeah. And then above that, there's a brain, sort of on a brain stem coming out. So this first one reminds me of another piece we saw at first sight. Do you know the piece we saw at first sight, which was the, the mud 
and it looked like there was bits of uh, person sticking out of it, like ribs yes. and yeah. all that. It reminds me of that. Like, so you've kind of got this, this shape, but then there's sort of body parts, which are sort of what? illustrated onto it, lungs, intestines, and brains. And this is the first one. We move across to yeah, the what next one. To me, it reminds me of a, a, a CT scan as they're going through the, to look for a disease and they go through segments, you do a CT scan and then they, they click on the image and you're seeing the, the heart and the lungs and the segments of it. Yeah, the scan, yeah. And the middle one is now sort of moved on and the coifs, there's coifs around the ankle, so there's two legs. The background has still got the arrows pointing to the left. On the left, some are pointing to the right, so the left-hand arrows are orange, they're pointing to the left piece. The right-hand arrows are pointing to the right. And the background shapes are now slightly larger. They're sort of like their own molecule within themselves. So they've themselves. grown, they've grown from, from the, the first one, they've grown. Yeah. So it does feel like there's some kind of disease attacking the body. There's a, there's a narrative to the, to the third one. So the third one, I presume, is kind of, in a way, they represent graves. They could be, yeah. You know, the idea, they look about our height, don't they? In, well, yeah, I think they'd be five, taller than me. Uh, six but, foot? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the idea is there's some kind of disease attacking the body, and I presume in the third one, there'd be you know, that fight for normality. Well, it's interesting, because the middle piece is got arrows pointing left and right, so maybe they're two different ways to go. But the legs look like... Um, they actually kind of look furry. The left leg is blue with sort of goldy and brown kind of it looks kind of like fur but like a werewolf like a werewolf yeah and the feet have actually got long blue kind of toenail claws. so you know when we talk about art I mean, this is a triptych in a way and when we talk about triptychs we always say we always look at the first one but maybe the first one is the middle one you're yeah. saying about the arrows going that halfway so the idea is, is you choose the path you know if this first one is right, i've been told i've got a disease which path do I do? do I, you know, do I fight it and become this part, or do I succumb to it and become this, deaf? Well, we'll see what the the last one's slightly more cohesive than the other two, I think. And then the right leg I should go back to is red. So the left leg is blue, the right leg is red, and the feet are the same. Only the nails on the toes are both red and blue. The lungs now in the middle are slightly different, more CT colour. Yeah, and so they've got. They're more solid, red and blue. Red is on the right, blue is on the left. So you said about the, the one we saw first of all was more blue in design. So there's a cohesive with the blue goes, yeah. And the brain, the left and the right side, so the blue left that way, the red this way. So we move on to this third bit. So the third is, yeah, the, the grey background still exists, and now there's all those sort of small dots are creating a another sort of, they're all surrounding the very central shape, which is red. And now the red looks like it's sort of like um, very much the, the sort of the vessels. The vessels, yeah. The blood. So the blood vessels. And there's two, from this perspective, I don't know if we're, it's difficult to know which is. Up so, and which is down. Yeah, from yeah, from this perspective, because now the very bottom, the part we're standing at, which I thought was the bottom, because of the other pieces, it's actually got sort of wing like what looks like wings, upside down wings in blue, 
um, with a, with a, a ribbon coming from them, which is sort of gently coiled as it goes where the all, intestines should be where the intestines would be all much more orderly and then above that you've got the lungs once this time the lungs are in blue and blacks but once again quite orderly that then goes up to the top and then the brain at the top is integrated red and blues and the cut there's no coif so that had a coif on the brain and the neck that had a coif on the ankles on this one, there the coifs appear to be kind of floating in the. In so the let background. it go. Does I mean the idea that this is you know the end? You know, the fight, the fighting one is to our, our far left, and then the, the end is far right. Accepting. Yeah. It's huge and colourful, isn't it? Like overall, of death. it feels like contemplation of death for some reason, or, or, or disease, or fighting a disease, fighting cancer maybe. I'll take it. I mean, I think you're, yeah, it does make, it does have that sort of very human feeling. We have to find the description. So the artist is Lara Smithson. The piece is called Lungs, pencil on polyfiller and foam. So you wouldn't have got that without no, touching it, would you? No way. It looks like a, 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 it looks like it's made out of wood, but it's very solid looking. Um, so, Let's have a look. So on the floor plinth, shroud one, moving left, 2021. Shroud two, moving right and left, 2021. Shroud three, moving right. Costume drawing, soft pastel and pencil on reflective fabric. It must have been hard work yeah, to so draw on reflective fabric. So that's the, yeah, so what that sort of, without touching it, you, you wouldn't know, but like, yeah, that's fabric on the floor. That's interesting. It's not quite what we thought. Smithson's work references medical imaging and allows us to see connections between neurological and anatomical systems in lungs, arrows, ribbons and bubbles hint at how incorporeal, incorporeal parts of a human voice, thought or soul manifest themselves physically. The shrouds are made for a film and performance project examining eye movement, desensitisation and reprocessing. So they were used as a performance? So you do physically pick them up and, and put them on and wear them. Wow. That gives it a different context altogether, doesn't it? Considering the way it's on the floor. Yeah, you, you wouldn't, so they weren't strictly speaking created. To be seen like this. No. Being seen in, in a 3D environment. So yeah, so the last little bit says, um, reprocessing therapy used to treat PTSD by stimulating the left and right sides of the brain through eye or body movements. Wow, an interesting uh, exploration. I get the, I suppose, the idea of the theatrical part of it with the, um, the Sir Walter Raleigh cuffs and collar. It's, yeah, that, that part makes more sense when you think that of it as a performance. performance yeah. It, yeah. Okay. It's interesting yeah. to perceive this, perceive this as art and not as a, a theatre costume. Yeah. Really interesting. Thanks for joining us for this episode. If you'd like to find out more about the special Baker Reynolds method of audio description, or you'd like to know more about Art Insight, you can find us on Instagram at Art Insight Podcast. Till next time. <laughs>